0: Welcome back to another episode of ST Talks. I'm Laura Demmer, your host. And today I'm here with ST Genetics Dairy Program Manager, Dan Carroll, Advancement Team Member, Tim Round, and Eastern US Sales Manager, Kevin Zimba. And they are all here today to discuss what all happened in the August genetic evaluations for ST Genetics. But first, thank you all for being here with me today.
1: Thanks, Laura. Pleasure to be here. Thank you, Laura.
0: To start out, Dan, what was ST Genetics Highlights of the August 2022
2: Proof Run. The uh, the highlights that come from August 2022 Sire summaries, Laura, are both on the proven side and on the young genomic bulls uh, in our system. Um, Our growth continues to be as we create these bulls that have started off as young rock stars and have turned into proven bulls, such as the bulls like Charles now, has come up and had a fantastic day, solidifying that process of not only his genetics and his sons, but also filtering down through the system. In addition to Charles, you have bulls, uh, the, the cornerstones, the bulls that have been with us for a long time, like Lambda and Chief that fill that process of breeders around the world, appreciative of the cows they create. And then we're also looking at the new young proven bulls coming into the system, the Twitches, the Newtons, the Tampas. And then just on the cusp right now are those Charles sons. Uh, that are coming through the system, of which many of you probably recognize Captain, but how about Lumina, Jameson, Murphy, and Jericho are right on the cusp. So a lot of things are are clicking together, uh, pointing out the uh, the volume of the bulls that were coming through the system and getting those bulls proven into our top ranking system. So very exciting from top to bottom in August Sire Summary 2022.
0: Fantastic. And just to keep on the topic of Proven Bulls. Kevin, can you tell us about our Proven Sire lineup and what got you excited this time around?
3: Yeah, just to expand a little bit on what Dan was uh, alluding to, you know, Charles um, not only solidified himself as a a top-end Proven Sire, um, he actually added a large group of daughters to his existing uh, daughter proof especially adding uh, a lot of influence on the type and utter composite side through daughters getting classified well um, and adding a lot more information that's really helped strengthen his profile um, and gives us a lot more accuracy and reliability in what he's going to transmit, not only to his daughters, but you know, as as Dan was talking about his sons, you know, bulls like Captain Illumina, Jericho, uh, Murphy, and Lumina, Jericho, Murphy, and many more are going to be influenced in a a very heavy way uh, from the impact that Charles had on adding additional daughters. Um, additionally, uh, Tampa is a bull that I think uh, really has a really unique profile from the perspective of uh, Having a, a mix of uh, production, uh, health, and confirmation that really makes a, a strong uh, customer uh, satisfaction type of bull that's gonna make daughters that are just uh, good, easy to work with, and, and very usable um, and, and long lasting. Um, we could also speak heavily on, you know, Delta Lambda is another bull. Um, I mean, you can't say enough about him. He just continues to add offspring to his daughter evaluation and continues to exceed expectations. You know, now a a proven bull with multiple thousands of daughters in his proof and, you know, over 2800 TPI and now 2.95 for utter composite. I mean, he within that top 100 TPI ranking, um, he is that elite uh, confirmation and type sire. And we see that not only um, in the milking string on every dairy, but in the show ring as well. Um, and lastly, just mentioning rapid, you know, rapid coming in, uh, with his second group round of daughter proven evaluation and, uh, strengthened his proof even further and, and, uh, another bull that both domestically and internationally, has a a great deal of appeal. So um, this proven lineup really adds not only to um, our program, but strengthens the future for our program by trickling down through to our uh, sons and grandsons, both on the males and females. So it's pretty exciting.
0: Yes, definitely a very impactful, proven Um, lineup and very excited to see what will come from it as well. So just shifting gears a little bit, Tim, looking at what's to come, our young sire program really stuck out with a lot of number one sired sons like Thorson being the number one, Cohen son, Tim being the number one Conway son, Outreach being the number one outcome son. There's, you know, a lot of excitement in just that, but what does this mean for the future of our sire program?
1: Yeah, so Laura, Um, This means a lot to our program um, from an internal standpoint to make the next bull mothers on the female side, but also these sons will um, be potential um, or will be our future sires or fathers of sires. Um, I think the biggest thing in adding all these number one sons is the diversity when you think of ST genetics in diversity um, I think there's a source ourselves to the top, you know, being have the number one Cohen and um, number three game day on the game on bull Conway sun, number one outcome sun, number one, deluxe sun, number one Twitch sun. I mean, these are all sons of that have a large influence on the breed of Lionel blood, big L blood, Renegade blood, challenger blood pursuit blood helix blood and then the maternal lines tie into a lot of cow families that we've had and um paternal side of it as charles and captains and things like that so this is just huge to add the best of the best of certain traits certain cow families but i think it's huge for our legends program as well we can take our legend herds out there and they can start mating these to different bloodlines they have and trying to improve their herds and improve their bottom line. So I think if you can stack all these things together, I think it's huge for not only our breeding program, but also our partner herds and our legend herds. So we're very excited about um, having all these in our lineup, but as well using them as mating sires.
0: Definitely. Now, Dan, Thorson, for the second time in a row, ranked right at number one for high-ranking TPI genomic young bulls available. What are you expecting from this bull?
2: Yeah, and an exciting bull that's, uh, that really adds in that combination of the best proven bulls in our system right now, having uh, being a Cowan son, which is the number one Lionel son, and of course his mommy being a Charles, but I think for those that have studied the pedigrees in the history, you'll, you'll really kind of enjoy maybe a little scroll down memory lane on the pedigree of this bull. So cowan from a charl, then you got director, which pulls in the wonderful, del- delicious bloodlines, then you have a Rubicon, then an Uno, then an Observer, then a Bolivar, then an Outside, then a Tesk, and then a Mark, and that Mark is Delia. So your cow family influence in this bull isn't from some random stuff that hasn't been really connected over the years. It's from Proven Cow Family, which really brings you to an exciting prospect of this bull. Then you look at what his profile is. There is not, <laughs> there is not very many bulls that can brag about being plus 0.35% fat, plus 0.10 protein, and tickling 1300 pounds of milk. Those combinations put together are not there. There are bulls that are big milk bulls, but really struggle on components. There are the elite component bulls that tend to struggle on milk. So this bull has put together something that is very rare in the breed. Now, what do you expect from a bull like this? And Laura, I think this is the greatest thing that ST genetics can maybe showcase on what the value of using these rockstar genomic bulls are, is you go on the ST gen website and look up Thorson. And you see the amount of calves that have been created from this bull already that are already genomically tested. There is the number one female in the world that has already been created from Thorson. There are over, if I if I do this correctly without taking up too much time, there are over sixteen males and females, over thirty one hundred TPI created from this bull already. So the combination of Thorson. Of being a great elite bull himself is awesome, but his impact is just starting to be un, just starting to be discovered by being being able to genomic test those calves that are coming from them. So what an exciting bull and what a bull that can really provide our customers with genetics for the for many, many years to come. Very excited about the
0: definitely, and I think uh Dan, you said it before we have all these you know, rock star genomic bulls um, when they're young and they go on to be these great proven bulls. And I think Thorson um, really has the makings for that type of path as well. So one bull that I think worth talking about, and Kevin touched on him earlier, um, is the number one utter composite sire, Delta Lambda. His popularity around the globe has just continued to soar. So, Tim, you have a little background with this bull. Do you want to tell us about him?
1: Yeah, so Delta Lambda is, um, I guess, uh, one of the most famous bulls here at ST, and I think his legacy will continue in many different ways. But um, Delta Lambda is a very unique bull. He's uh, from our one of our former number one bulls, Delta, which goes back to delicious. But on the mater- maternal side, comes out of a... Uno and then comes back to the Lila Z family, which uh, that was a family that has transmitted around the world, has always put good udders on, some of them hit the show rings, but uh, most importantly, I think that family is very customer satisfaction and uh, made really good cows for people around the world. So in my mind, uh, Delta Lambda, um, is, he's gonna be a game changer for the future Um, not many bulls that can put on as consistent of udders. They're very square kind of cattle, great set of feet and legs on them. Very dairy, but whether you milk 20 cows or you milk 10,000 cows, he is a very suitable bull for everyone, because I think everyone appreciates great udders and, uh, he can do that from cow to cow. So on top of that, I think, uh, his popularity is going to keep growing because we've seen many heifers in the show rings, but I firmly believe his best days are ahead because we're going to see many show cows that are going to carry out blue ribbons and purple ribbons. And uh, yeah, but at the end of the day, probably the most important part about Delta Lambda is he's going to be well liked no matter what kind of herd he goes into, he's going to put milk in the tank and he's going to put on great udder. So I would, um, yeah, very proud to be a breeder of Delta Lambda, but also being from our own breeding program and sired by Delta, um, I think it's a little bit of a cherry on top. So, yeah, very excited of the future of Lambda. Yet,
2: Laura, I might Laura, I might just jump in and just add a touch more to that. I I think Tim was being just a touch modest and maybe could talk about even the Lambda sons that have just been recently created. I believe there's a couple of them high TPI Lambda sons that have been created, Tim, from the Nice Cow family of Dreaming Big?
1: Yeah, so Lambda, we went back and uh, tried to create some sons from him. He just made uh, his number one son, I think over 1,900 pounds of milk and over three points on udder. So we've also went back and created several more females by Delta Lambda from our... Famous cow families and really good sire stacks that I think he'll be on the maternal side of some great bulls in the future at ST as well.
2: Yeah, it's it's really kind of exciting to be thinking that you're still you're still not afraid to do creation with Lambda, whether it's on the male side or female side. And I also might point out from a call standpoint that we all owe quite a bit of gratitude towards the the boys and girls that take care of the bulls and do the production because the production crew has done great work with creating semen and and cells from Lambda over the years. So without that entire team working together from housing to bull husbandry to vet staff, to production, we all don't share in the success. So it's a, the success story of Lambda is, is still growing, but there's a lot of people to be appreciative of from breeders to production to get that semen out the door to customers around the world.
1: I think the ST customers, um, I want to ensure him that, you know, we're going to try to keep, make the next Lambda and keep his uh, genetic influence going. So for the next couple of years, there'll be Delta Lambda blood floating through our lineup. So I think that's very exciting.
0: Yes, that's a great
3: point. And I'll, I'll even add, I think it's a testament to our value in both proven genetics and uh, genetics that are going to have staying power for customers that were you know a, a lot of the industry focuses heavily upon uh, creating that next generation as quickly as possible and reducing generation interval and And that is important to us. but when you have a bull like Delta Lambda to have the confidence to go back and use him both for males and females uh, to really provide something. Uh, unique to customers down the road, we want to continue to do that.
0: Well, I think it's easy uh, to say and for our listeners to hear that Delta Lambda is one of our favorites. (laughs) Um, So just to keep along the um, same topic of just, you know, good looking cows, Kevin, what did our style genetics experience from this proof run?
3: Well, and, and that's a good point there. Laura that we have kind of talked, uh, dealt the lambda up pretty hard, and we could add him to this profile, but I'd like to move on to maybe highlighting a few other bulls. and uh, Movin had a really good day. Um, he uh, definitely added um, a, a, do- a group of daughters, and so he actually now ranks as the number one um, available uh red red carrier proven type sire at 361 and um you know he doesn't have uh, the bull is no longer uh with us but he still has semen available um as uh um and conventional but there is quite a bit of it so do not hesitate um utilizing that bull and to kind of segue off of him you know uh, we do have his uh uh, only red red carrier sun uh, available in style leader. And um, style leader uh, was extremely popular right out of the gate for us and, and sold every unit of semen that he made. Um, he's back on production and there is semen that's going to be available this week on the bull. And he, he comes out as the number three uh, type sire at uh, red red carrier at 391 for type. You know, and really, we have a, such a strong, diverse lineup of of style-oriented type bulls. Um, you know, Laser, Architect, Aircraft, and Warchant are additional bulls that are red carriers that really all are extremely high type. And I want to highlight the architect and aircraft being Hancock Sons. Um, you know they are some of the only Hancock Sons that are available that are in that high type profile and have Apple on the maternal side, and uh, really are going to be uh, huge influencer uh, bulls as well. And you know we couldn't go on talking about our style program without mentioning altitude or or geordie on the red side um, those bulls still get used uh, across the board you're going to see numerous altitudes both in the reds and in the black and whites when we we come to madison so um it's a it's a really unique uh, group of sires and you know we haven't even talked about bulls like perennial and milio that are over four points for type and uh, are going to have daughters Uh, Amelia should have some milking daughters here soon and perennial calves are are hitting the ground now so really looking forward to you know that diverse profile but also trying to add some of the you know traits that are going to be supplemental to just straight type you know a little bit of production um, a little bit of health and fitness um, trying to moderate, um, keeping away from high pins and, and straight legs, and uh, providing bulls that customers really get excited to use.
0: Yes, the the international popularity of our style genetics lineup has really been um, something that's been fun to watch and um, experience. And I just think you know we're really just starting with some of these younger style bulls, and excited to see where it goes. So now. Kevin, you had uh, mentioned this a little bit earlier as well, but some of our top bulls added quite a few daughters to their proof. Charles now has nearly 800 daughters, Lambda has nearly 9,000, and Chief has close to 13,000 daughters. This is extremely impressive for the age of these bulls, and I am just wondering, what does this mean to you three as a group and to ST Genetics as an AI company?
2: Well, I'll take off with it, Laura. I I think what it is, is you look at 2022 and you look at those bulls. And so those bulls have been a, those bulls are, I call it a second tier group of elite sellers. And I think they need to tip their caps just real quickly to the bulls that started it. And that's Delta Rubicon and Dante, who are still in your lineup yet as well. So these bulls are, are proving what the value of that sex semen process is because that that semen that's gone out on those bulls that has been massively largely sex semen all the way through. So it, it is the testament towards what's the what is the value of sex sorted product in, in the world, and that people want these cows, they want these genetics in their herd, and that sex semen delivers generation after generation. And you look at it, those bulls are those bulls are almost double semen sold than what the first generation was because we're just getting into that process now of where the majority of of herds around the world now desire the product of sex semen sex sorted product so what this is showcasing is the sex semen product continues to grow not only in the u.s but it's expanding throughout the world because producers desire to get that next next crop of females into their system quicker faster and then you also start coupling up the process today that genomic testing is allowing them to identify their best females in the system quicker, faster as well to increase genetic turnover. And then we haven't even really even started talking about the process of where sex sex male beef is and beef sales are going as well too. So the growth of what we're seeing in those best bulls is a testament to the process that got started at the beginning, which was, hey, sex sorted female, that has a massive, massive effect economically on farms and now this is just a a growth that we see happening so it's a tremendous process
0: and i guess just staying on this topic um kevin a lot of these bulls are available in ultra plus high purity a technology st genetics offers exclusively can you just briefly tell us why this is important to note when looking at our lineup
3: Yeah, Laura, I think it's, uh, you know, Dan talked about the value proposition of sex semen and how it can complement both um, the sire development, but the economic impact on a dairy. And that high purity um, part of the uh, packaging in the straw is a huge technology advantage. Um, Being able to, across, um, you know, thousands of offspring, Uh, get 96, 97% female ratio on these large progressive dairies really allows those dairies to focus more of their heifer creation on the top end of their female program, and then allows them to use beef more effectively on the bottom. And it just shores up that accuracy of what they're creating across the board. So if I'm milking a thousand cows and I say I need 35 heifers a month, I can make that happen, um, with huge amount of accuracy using that high purity product. And we now have dairies that are specifically demanding high purity. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll use a little story. Um, one of the dairies we work with in Idaho that, that milks around 20,000 cows and they register all their cows and they, they love good genetics, um, you know, they came to us and gave a presentation over the last uh, two years um, with over uh, 25, 30,000 calvings. They were running 97% uh, female ratio on the sex semen they're purchasing from ST genetics. And that dairyman showed us the dollar figure that he attributed from that shift um, by being able to create more beef revenue Uh, more accurately on the bottom and it was astonishing you know so um, our goal through that high purity product uh, along with ultra plus is to be able to make those dairies more dollars at the end of the day um, with accurate heifers and and beef on the bottom so um, the fertility advantage through ultra plus And its introduction to the marketplace has been huge. And knowing that ST genetics is always going to be at the forefront of technology that's going to improve fertility so that we maximize the impact of the genetics in each straw is 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 something I'm truly excited about every day.
0: Yes, very well put. Thank you for that, Kevin.
2: Laura, I might I might add on to what Kevin said there. And just as we gave a little tip to the cap. our team and the production side of it for creating the units of semen, I think we also need to be aware and a little tip of the cap to that research and development team that continues to create not only high purity in that process and the ability of the sorting machines, but creates all of this advantages that keep growing from a standpoint of what is the next technology that can keep coming from sorted semen. We think of sorted semen over the years and we look at all the continual improvements that go on. It is always exciting to see what's here today and imagine what's coming down the road. So a tip of the cap to that research and development team at ST uh, Genetics in our system.
0: Definitely. Thank you both for uh, those notes. And um, just reiterating what you said, Dan, we have a great team behind ST Genetics and it takes everyone here to make uh, all of this successful. So one program that um, Tim, you had previously just mentioned um, and I would like to just come back to that. Um, One program that saw a lot of success this proof run is our Legends program. Tim, maybe you can share some of the exciting genetics that came out from this genetic evaluation.
1: Yeah, so our Legends program, um, I guess we uh, call them our partners. They tried to build the future for us, but also uh, try to maximize the profit in their herds. So this uh, run here in August, some exciting heifers came out, Um, Oakfield Corners out in New York. They had a heifer come in at 3,166 TPI, Um, very exciting heifer that'll be part of our future. Also, Crandell's out in Idaho. They had a heifer at 3,127. So there's many heifers over 3,100, many heifers over 3,000 that have come out of our legend bulls. But I think the most exciting part of our proof run, um, Oakfield Corners had an engineer son come out of a captain daughter, and he would be a top 10 bull to breed. So I think the um, potential is unlimited, working with these different herds and different sire stacks and uh Yeah, excited to have those kind of partners. Um, Kevin and Dan, if you have anything to add on different partnership herds or legend herds, but I I guess we put great value into everyone we partner with. Yeah,
2: Yeah, adding on to that, Tim, I I think when we think of legends and where we're at, I mean, Captain has just absolutely been a, a dominant production bull that's created females in the legends program, but today... Now you've got the first sons or the first daughters of Buxton and you've got uh, daughters coming up from, from uh, outcome. And uh, you've got your Buxton's, you've got your, uh, obviously your captains, you've got your, your outcomes, you've got your um, upsides. So all of those calves are just starting to tickle through the system here now as legends for the first time. So as, as Tim is saying, obviously the, The volume is still there on captain and captain around the world, but that next group of bulls is just starting to create some high ranking calves as well too. So just the the continued growth of that program is exciting to see what calves are created out there. And in addition to that, you're seeing calves created with red and red carrier. You're seeing calves created with pole genetics into the system as well. So the diversity of that legends program is just starting to really grow into the bigger system that we're planning for. Very exciting.
3: Yeah, and uh kind of take it a step further. I mean, Dan mentioned the the bulls that are getting daughters now, the Garza and the Hannity's are going to be born here starting in September, or October, and uh you know, a lot of our legends herds gravitated towards those sires along with Hollywood and and Thorson. Uh, after that and it's going to be exciting to see those herds uh, really um, add to their genetic program and um, it's fascinating we have lots of legends herds that are large progressive more commercial oriented dairies and they're genomic testing all of their calves and uh, there's a couple dairies that I work with closely that after the August proof run that had 25 to 30 calves that got their evaluations over a thousand net merit you know calves over 2950 to 3000 tpi um, coming from maternal lines that are not necessarily our traditional uh, go-to maternal lines within the industry so it's helping us find some outliers that were out there in the female population that we didn't know were out there um and, and Dan said something really interesting. We've, we've asked a couple of those legends partner herds to use some, some genetics that maybe are a little bit outcross. Um, and for instance, uh, one of our dairies uh, made a Odessa calf that's red carrier that, Dan, what was she over uh, 29, 30 TPI, I think? Yes, came in with, yeah, kind of, kind of comes out of nowhere and it? it's the number one Number
2: one uh, GTPI genomic tested daughter at that point, so it's fun to see those calves showing up um, from places maybe that have not been profoundly the creators, but they're 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 coming. When you put good genetics out there and utilize it across the section, you are always pleasantly surprised with the outcomes that show up.
1: Well, and I think it just it um, tributes to the goals we're headed to long term. We don't want all the same bloodlines. We want to add a lot of diversity on our pedigrees, but also try to expand certain traits that uh, maybe are not in our genetics currently. So I think it's, uh, it's, only, it's only going to help us in the future.
0: Yes. I think that um, that's a lot of exciting news and a lot of exciting results back for our Legends customers um, and hats off to them for, um, utilizing the genetics and seeing the potential in their own herds. So from April to August, we didn't see a lot of commotion. What do you foresee happening coming into the December genetic evaluations?
3: Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty fair to say that it was a, a nice change of pace uh, in our industry to see things more solidified here between April and August. Um, you know, there's usually some type of adjustment from CDCB in regards to standard deviations of traits or little tweaks to the formula. And um, between that not changing and, and not a huge number of bulls in the industry getting uh, new daughter proofs that really impacted the, the matrix of pedigrees, um, you know, we stayed pretty stable. And, and moving forward into December You know, from a genetic evaluation, um, any major changes, um, there's nothing that we foresee at this point um, that's going to be, you know, a a big tweak to the existing formula. But, you know, and I'll turn this over to uh, Dan and Tim, uh, there are a lot of bulls, both at ST Genetics and within the industry that are going to start to add daughters in their December proofs. Yeah, you're right on the money with that, Kevin. While the formula maybe
2: isn't, isn't changing how the Bulls rank, the Bulls themselves that are going to have milking daughters, they'll have a chance to impact it. I think it's probably one of the most exciting things because our captains are starting to freshen now. And to say that we're excited about what they're, what's happening is would be an understatement. But it also, a unique dynamic is also happening at the same time in that you're bringing all of those Charles daughters around the world online into a sire summary, while at the same time having his own son create his own legacy as well too. So that is a very unique dynamic going on that we'll see in December. Um, Also industry-wide, there'll be other bulls that will be coming through. Maybe Tim wants wants to crow on them or talk about that, what's gonna potentially impact those. But really for ST, that combination of Captain Charles, and then of course, Charles is, littered with his you know the other 10 12 sons in our lineup as well too that will be affected because of what daddy does and because of what Charles does
1: yeah i think uh there's going to be a large charl influence captain's not going to be the only son that gets a proof there'll be multiple other sons um Another big bull in our lineup with multiple sons is the Air Bowl. They're starting to calvin' now. They got great udders. A um, little early to tell on the production side of things, but yeah, they're just uh, calvin' here in the last couple of weeks. But as far as the industry goes, you know, there'll be Conway's um, going to be adding daughters here in December. There'll be Alta Plankos, Alta Zazzles. There might be some Mendel Peas. I'm sure I'm missing a couple other ones, but there's a lot of different uh, bulls that will be adding some daughters that have a big impact on the top of the TPI list and that merit list. So it'll be exciting to uh, see how those all shake out and add some reliability for everyone. So yeah, December could be um, very exciting and uh, see where things shake out.
0: Yes, exciting to look ahead and just wait to see what all happens. But Focusing a little bit back onto ST Genetics, um, you know, ST as a company is a leader and pioneer in technology and genetics for our industry. What traits will your group be focusing on to make ST Genetics its best in the future? Dan, do you want to take this one?
2: Sure, I'll, I'll start off because, man, there's a lack of stuff to talk about without without any question. When When you think of the processes that are going on at ST from a, uh, from a technology and a pioneer of the process, I am always excited about just talking about what's going on on sex semen because obviously we talk about sex ultra plus has a new uh, a new connection to the industry now it's the it's the latest and greatest the ability uh, of looking at what's going on with machine development and the process of sorting semen. In addition, we spoke about high purity. Um, that's not going to slow down in any way, shape or form because that's economically viable for producers. Then you start talking about what ST's done with legends um, and then you get into probably the next thing that we're really starting to really clamp down on the other economic portion and that's ecofeed. feed and the process now today to bring out the not only eco feed uh, uh, ranking, but now we're going to break that up and create an eco feed heifer and an eco feed cow and as we get around dairies all around the world, there is nobody, there there is everyone, excuse me, there is everyone that is concerned with cost of production. And cost of production generally is about 50% when you're talking about feed. And anything that uh, a company can do to sit down at a table and have the discussion of how can we reduce costs? How can we assist genetically to reduce costs in your dairy? This is where Ecofeed comes in. And it's, and it's, I'm, I'm ecstatic about it because we're still at infancy, but I'm, I'm seeing such the pro- progress that we're getting in this with the, with the multitude of data collection that ST is doing in-house on relevant genetic animals of today. So take a look um, on our lineup today. You're going to start to see ecofeed heifer, ecofeed cow, because it is certainly going to be a focal point as we drive forward with creating genetics that obviously fit m- multiple indices but are also relevant towards creating the value for our customers in the U.S. and abroad around the world of how we can create those efficient cattle for people.
1: Yeah, the whole eco-feed side, um, I don't think it's something that any of us ignore. Um, We're taking it, I guess, very serious as the future. And uh, I think uh, everyone out there should use it as a tool. So um, we're using it on in the internal side to make the next generation of bull mothers to us uh, sire fathers, and uh, trying to move the needle forward because it is it is the future. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have it a large part of our program.
0: And Kevin,
3: yeah, I think it it just all ties together with the the dairy farmer of today is faced with a lot of challenges, um, and that challenge profile kind of originates with the phrase, they have to produce more with less. And that whole concept of sustainability, um, being challenged to reduce carbon emissions, um, that that challenge of being a carbon neutral, net, net neutral zero, um, is something that a lot of our large dairies and, and even smaller dairies are challenged with every day. And um, the tools and technologies that ST Genetics delivers both from a genetic standpoint, through traits like ecofeed and a packaging uh, technology like high purity uh, really allow dairies to be more efficient. Um, how do I create more with less? How do I manage my operation to maximize um, the profitability? You know, How do I make Um, more heifers with less semen? How do I make the best genetic improvement for fat and protein production uh, and reduce feed conversion cost? And ecofeed, high purity, the genetic offering, it all integrates together into a a packaging kind of concept that we're out there to be partners with dairies, to lead them or, or listen to them uh, in what it is that's going to make them more profitable, not just today, but two to five years from now.
0: I think you all had uh, great points in that in today's industry, you know, every dollar counts and ST has some key tools to help today's dairy farmer um, achieve their, their goals. So just moving on to my final question for each of you. What is ST Genetics doing to make itself different from any other AI organization? Tim, I will start with you.
1: Yeah, Laura, I think at the end of the day, if you um, think of ST and you think of our customers, um, I maybe use the word partner. I think uh, we're investing a lot of money into the future, but just touching what Kevin said is, you know, we're uh, trying to make, trying to make, more efficient product um in a lot of different ways but from being a partner on the legend herd side of things to help the dairymen on the genetic side to partnering on the eco feed to you know have cows eat less feed put put out less emissions to you know just making a more profitable sustainable cow uh the investment we're making into different bloodlines to you know, put different bloodlines into um, different dairy. So I just think that we put a great value into being a partner with everyone we sell semen to. So I think there's a big separation there and uh, what we're trying to do as an organization. So I think the future looks pretty bright for us, T.
0: And Kevin?
3: Yeah, to, to you know, tack right on, I think Tim said that incredibly well. And you know, our, our goal is to, um, at the end of the day, allow that dairy producer to maximize every level of efficiency and profitability. And we diversify ourselves from the rest of the industry by probably leading with technology. You know, what technological advancements are going to be coming into play um down the road that that's going to be important to that dairyman and if you really think about it you know we are the only company that has our own internal genomic testing um, program and are able to put that genomic testing um, alongside a dairy's software programs uh, to allow them to make genetic progress by adding things like chromosomal mating that's going to um, unlock the genetic potential of each mating to make the right heifers um, that are going to lead to bigger profitability. And then our newest diversification, of course, being ecofeed and separating the heifers and cows, as Dan talked about, that's gonna be a big, big opportunity for all of our dairies out there. Um, the accuracy of this information, the um, investment the ST genetics has had in uh, creating that data set and creating the genetic evaluation and finding the SNPs associated with both heifer feed conversion efficiency and cow conversion efficiency is going to down the road, um, you know, give those early adopters of those new technologies a very strong competitive advantage, and we want to share that with those customers.
0: Thank you for that, Kevin. And Dan, do you want to just wrap this up for us? Yes,
2: I, I, I'm, Tim had said, and Kevin had said, I don't, I don't think another, another uh, hammer on the on the top of that nail is necessary. But I might turn it a little bit direction, and you know, what's ST doing to make itself different from other organizations? And I would say maybe I'll just. I'll just start off with blowing a little bit of sunshine right at the top of the company in that you've, you've had a leader now for the past 15 years that is innovative in thinking and forward planning. And those things now then, Juan has been tremendously good at going out and getting people in X areas of expertise to keep these processes going. We're, we here today, Laura, there's four of us on this tape, but there are hundreds of employees of ST genetics that it takes to make this happen through genomic testing and the improvements of genetic visions through the research and development of sorting technologies of ultra plus and high purity that we talk about today all the way to the research and development that we talk about a bowl that's Thorson today that's 16 months of age and already has genomic calves into the system. All of these processes tie into the ability to create uh, create good for our customers around the world. So I might just kind of just give a little bit of a tip of the cap to all the employees of ST Genetics here here and around the world for the processes that are doing that are aiding our customers. So pretty doggone happy to have a, a leadership role at top that trickles down to good people, that everybody surrounds and pulls the rope and creates something that can aid our customers because all day long 365 24 hours a day somebody's milking cows or feeding beef cattle or feeding livestock or caretaking for livestock around the world and it is really important to have good people that support that so very excited for that
0: thank you dan for that i completely agree with everything you all had to say and i just want to thank you all for joining us today and giving us the insight into the August proof run for ST Genetics and just uh, diving in a little bit more into the company itself. I appreciate your time.
3: Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah,
1: thanks for the opportunity, Laura.
0: This was another episode of ST Talks. If you like what you heard, you can find more episodes on your favorite podcast platform by searching ST Talks or ST Genetics. And if you want to learn more about ST Genetics, visit our website at stgen.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.